0: Here we go. Well, well, I I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I think I've hit the point in my caffeine addiction where I should probably be concerned. I'm not, but I should be. Sure. And we've all been there. Who among us, you know, has not been there. Whom amongst the group? <laughs> whom amongst the team has not at some point this week been concerned about their caffeine consumption. <laughs> Surely. Hopefully no one. (laughs) (laughs) I have not excluded myself. So here's why. So I have been drinking coffee, but I haven't had my favorite little coffees that I normally get. Hmm. So I've been drinking like the passable coffee. It's fine, but it doesn't give me the same zhuzh of energy, the same je ne sais quoi. I don't know what. And Mm -hmm. so every once in a while I mix in like a, like a Celsius, like a sugar-free energy drink. Like, Ooh, Ooh. look at us. We're like out there. And every time I do that, I remember that the caffeine content is so much higher. So Mm. then I end up being like, Oh no, No. (laughs) no, it's not even that. I'm like, I still need the same amount of caffeine. Like I want like an afternoon coffee, pick me up. And I'm like, but I've had two coffees, and this energy drink now, it surely, I don't need it. But my body's like, you do <laughs> need <laughs> it to me. bring it to me. <laughs> it to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I should probably see a doctor. I'm not going to, I can tell you that speaking of doctors, the audacity of men is nothing compared with the audacity of doctors. Oh, And wow. here's why. Okay. I'll tell you why. I'm ready. So I have hormonal acne. That's part of my autoimmune disease. We've been new. She's been mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. with us for many years. Truly. Unfortunately for me, I had better skin as a teenager than I do now, which is Relatable. a dark space to be in. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> but, but here we are. So I they have this service where you can like message your GP, your doctor and just tell them like, Hey, I'm looking for an appointment on X, Y, and Z. So I'd read a lot of articles on spironolactone, which is basically a pill that a lot of people are prescribed to get rid of their acne, which is way safer than Accutane. Um, but it doesn't have all the like stomach damaging things of antibiotics. It doesn't require you to be quite as militant and as peely as Accutane makes you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So from what I've understood about the research, it's mostly an internals thing. It doesn't necessarily cause any external side effects and it helps to cure your acne. You might have to go back on it, but it's more of a long lasting cure than like antibiotics are. Okay. So I've done all this research. I've told the doctor like, Hey, I've done research. I know my hormonal acne is because of this. The, the, my autoimmune disease. Ta-da, it's one of the symptoms. <laughs> and I also know that this pill is commonly prescribed. So I would like to try it. My doctor responds back. We'll talk to the dermatologist about it, but have you thought about trying? And I'm like, don't, don't, don't do it. You're about to do it. And he was like, have you thought about trying a different facial moisturizer, or perhaps a different skincare routine combo. I'll reach back to the dermatologist and let you know what they say. Cause I sent a picture of like my active acne and, and whatnot. And I was like, I'm, I'm just going to give him a pass. You know what? He's a GP. He's a general practitioner. He doesn't know. He hasn't had to go through the years of paying big beauty, not big pharma. You thought I was mm-hmm. going big pharma. Mm-hmm. I wasn't big beauty trillions of mm-hmm. my hard-earned income Truly. to have nothing empty palm at the end of it nothing they give me nothing so anyway they haven't he hasn't been through the years of torture that sure. I've been through having what I would call abnormally stubborn problematic skin like mm-hmm. there's problematic skin that's like hey you need to change your diet you can't eat dairy Oh, don't eat dairy anyway mm-hmm, <laughs> hey mm-hmm you're sleeping in your makeup, sweetie. You should stop that. (laughs) I've never slept in my makeup since I was 16. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? So on and on and it goes. So then the dermatologists come back and they're like, we would really like you to try the, uh, we'd like to try antibiotics, a topical cream and contraceptives. And I was like, okay, category is worst solutions for acne. (laughs) Like, and, and I'm like, Well, number one, I have a hormone-free contraceptive right now because I can't tolerate hormone, which you'd know about my autoimmune disease if you did any research at all on it. Mm -hmm. And two, I'm happy to try it, but I'll tell you, ain't going to (laughs) work. Why does every dermatologist
1: make you try the exact same routine every time you go to one? It's like, it didn't work with
0: this derm. No, it genuinely is an interesting thing though, because for some reason... Doctors, nurses, dermatologists, I feel like they have a syndrome where they feel like they're the first person to ever come up with a new idea. And I want to recognize that they do so much good work. They help so many people. And yet, dot, 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 I know you've tried this six times. Hear me out. Try it with me signing my name at the bottom. You didn't try that yet, did you? (laughs) My chicken scratch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but to be fair, I'm like, I'm happy to try it for two months, have it not work. And then Mm -hmm. them give me what I actually asked for. Mm -hmm. So RIP my stomach lining, but you know, what were we using her for anyway?
1: It took me probably about three years to get them to prescribe me Accutane.
0: I don't want it. It's so scary. Like your yeah. whole face peels off like a
1: snake. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I used to, I used to get my brows waxed when I was on it and it was just skin. It was <laughs> hilarious.
0: It was, yeah. Yes. So you got your brows done and I remember this and it was just like raw flesh that they pulled away. Oh,
1: I was just like, I knew it was going to happen. So I was just like,
0: da, da. oh no, it's been like that for a long time. Don't worry about it. Like a burn victim, <laughs> like just watching your skin, mm. running away from I'm yeah. leaving. It's like,
1: mm, I'm done here. <laughs> I've had enough.
0: <laughs> She's taking a train
1: <laughs> to on in that area. midnight
0: train <laughs> to Georgia.
1: <laughs> well, I had a nostalgic moment hit me square in the face the other day.
0: Right in the nose. Right there. It was
1: like, hey, Emma, what's up? I'm going to punch you now. And I was like, that's like kind of rude of you because you didn't ask, you told, which I don't appreciate.
0: You didn't but- even know me like that. <laughs>
1: it's fine though um so I went to Rose Hill campus where one of my classes is and I was to the bathroom and we're in a different classroom so I used a different bathroom this day Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and this is the highlight of my week no I'm kidding Uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: this is literally the highlight of my entire month (laughs) so
1: I I went in and you know that smell like when you go back to high school like before classes start you go to find your locker you go to like put your books in or like your covers and stuff like did you ever do that like you went the week before to like get oriented basically
0: Mm -mm.
1: okay well we did this every single year like we had to and because there was like information you had to go and get so you go to the school and there's this smell that high schools have in the summer when they're unoccupied and it's like it's not bleach product yeah but it's like it's so weird and almost kind of like Apocalyptic in a way, like because, a sour chemical. Yeah, there's just there's something about it. I don't know how to describe it. Like if you know, you know. And if you Hannah doesn't know, know, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so I went into this bathroom, and it just hit me immediately. And I was like, oh. No. <laughs> 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 I was that meme of the cat where like the war is going on behind it. And it's just like wide-eyed looking at the camera. Like, <laughs> so funny. I'll try to find it and remember to post it, but you guys know how we are. So I could say. I'll do my best, but yeah. Uh, I had a friend come and visit me. So that was fun. Mm. Betsy came to see me. She lives in Baltimore. We've known each other since DLI. We hated each other there.
0: Uh, oh, wild. I didn't know she was a DLI when we were
1: yeah she's an Iraqi linguist or we know was she and I were like I mean like granted I didn't like very many people at DLI we were all just so stressed that just me
0: just Han, just but I was like a stress-free bubble of joy because I was doing Spanish and my homework was done by the time I was done in class so I was like hey do you want to go get a burger and she was like yeah yeah (laughs)
1: I do (laughs) I really do god I ate so much in and out (laughs)
0: I've not, I didn't even have In-N-Out when I was there.
1: Uh, I did, but you know, I mean, it was overrated. It's, you know, yeah. everyone's got their, it's their Shake Shack, five guys are In-N-Out and they all are. I
0: didn't have of any of them there. All I had was the, there's this shopping center called the Del Monte Center. And there was this, mm-hmm. this burger place it's called Islands. I had a ton of Islands burgers. So much avocado was had. So literally so many avocados. Perished in the wake. <laughs> Truly, we have arrived, but it's okay.
1: So anyway, um, Betsy. Yeah, so she came to visit me, and we just like we. I'm um, I'm not hungover today, but I was hungover every single day since Thursday. Like I we, was gonna
0: say, woo! you guys usually go pretty hard in the paint, as the youths would say. <laughs> we were
1: turned to, turned up and like. I didn't realize how much I had slowed down in recent like time, like in the past year, because when I would go over to her place, like it was average that we would just smash through wine and it was whatever, like sure. it didn't really affect us like that much, you know? Um, and it took a lot to get us like genuinely intoxicated. And now it's like, I don't know how we drank this much, but Oh my God, I was so hung over. She got here Thursday night. We drink a crap load and I, I was hung over like all day Friday and Uh, it was a lot but we ate just so much food we ate at so many different places so it was really exciting we went to this tapas place and it was really good it was like 45 dollars they bring you like 10 plates oh wow so it's a pretty good deal and they made really good mojitos but anyway it was just really nice to see her I haven't seen her for like a year Mm. and I got to meet some of her friends and we just had a lot of fun just going around the city and exploring a little bit there was some stuff we didn't get to do that we wanted to do because she was only here for a few days but Baltimore is only a two-hour train ride away, so... True. Um, yeah. So almost, it's what my uh, week has been like. And I neglected to study for a final that I have today. So we'll see what happens. So life is proceeding, as usual. <laughs> and, but I mean, uh, it's philosophy. So all I have to do is, like, read some passages, and I'm, I'm set. So You just uh, philosophize, and you're done. You no. Know, <laughs> it's like deep thinking or whatever.
0: <laughs> Something like that. Oh, speaking of holidays... Luke and I, my husband and I are going on a little mini break this weekend and I could not be looking more forward to it. You know, when you have work and like you have (laughs) vacation coming up, (laughs) what's work? You have like vacation coming up and the whole week of you're just like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. just panting, like let me go, (laughs) (laughs) let my people go. So yeah, I, 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 my people, (laughs) I, I am my people. (laughs) I'm literally, I was just like, I was at work all day today and it's Monday. And I was like, can't wait till Friday. I'm like, tomorrow I'll be like, oh no, can't wait till Friday. (laughs) I
1: controversially think that Tuesdays are worse than Mondays.
0: I concur because Monday, you know it's Monday. So you just already are in that headspace. But Tuesday, you're almost halfway through the week, but you're not.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, I guess you could argue Thursday is kind of like the latter half's Tuesday but thursday is way more hopeful you're like jovial
0: and excited you're like like,
1: tomorrow's friday it's so close but on tuesday you're like there's nothing special about this day i already got through the start of the week but Mm -hmm. like the wednesday is not have arrived yet it's just that's not here and it's not here (laughs) (laughs) and i am sad so yeah tuesdays i think are so much worse than mondays
0: yeah unless
1: it's taco tuesday i like Taco. that's true but i mean isn't every tuesday taco tuesday and also every monday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday taco tuesday (laughs)
0: couldn't one argue (laughs) that it's Taco Tuesday
1: yes so your vacation where are you going
0: oh so we're going to the south coast of the UK we're going to a county called Dorset Mm -hmm. um it's gonna be really fun so we're going to like a little beach and basically we're just going for like a total turn off your mind weekend like Mm -hmm. it's a long weekend so we're not going for very long but essentially we're gonna do some beachy stuff we're gonna go explore have a little bit of a swim the hotel has an indoor pool because I was like I could be really cool and stay at like one of those off the beaten path Bs, or I could do what I'm doing now which is we stayed at the holiday inn because it's so easy <laughs> because it's literally so simple
1: well you don't need to be super like quirky and niche to have a good weekend away you know
0: well, and I would do it if I was going somewhere super, super new, but in terms of, like, local, like, staycation vacations, I just would rather be comfortable and, like, mm-hmm. enjoy it than be, like, ooh, are we going to like it? Are we not going to like it? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but if, you had, yeah. if you had done that for your honeymoon, I would have slapped you, so.
0: <laughs> we did that for our honeymoon unexpectedly. <laughs> I, I know. Mime Post, you. Post-hoc slap. <laughs> yes, so.
1: That'll be fun. I'm be excited. My mom is going to be here. Yay! So she's visiting, and she's staying until next Thursday or Friday. I don't know because I don't have classes again until June first. So uh, yeah, we're just gonna do some exploring. We're gonna do the World Trade Museum, which is gonna like suck. I mean, it's not gonna suck. It's just like it's gonna be emotional. I think, and yeah, I do have like a tendency to try to avoid touristy things, but I just feel like that's one of those things that like you should do if you're here.
0: Mm.
1: i definitely don't want to go the statue of liberty i probably take her walking on the brooklyn bridge and maybe take her to roosevelt or governor's island because they're open again uh i'm trying to like curate a list so that we're not just like ambling wandering wild. aimlessly yeah, yeah. But some of the best stuff is like, that's how you find it. You know, you just Mm. pick a spot in the city and you just walk around and you see what you find. Like I found like this really cool chess store doing that. Like I don't play chess, but it was neat. You know, it had a lot of cool stuff in it and go to Central Park. Betsy and I went to Central Park, but it was kind of like later in the day and we had like dinner reservations. So we didn't get to do a whole lot of walking around, but Mm. I do love a Central Park moment. Washington Square Park is really nice too, but smaller. Lots of stuff to do. So
0: that's good. Oh my gosh. The audacity. Honestly, it's all people have. I, uh, I'm teaching a course this week at my work. And so I've had to be in work by eight thirty all week slash starting today. And I really was not a fan. I woke up this morning and I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm not my best, you know, like you're not getting 100 P quality guaranteed hair in a- Hannah. Hannah, you're not getting.
1: You're, not getting <laughs> you're really not.
0: <laughs> you're really not. And This is what I'm saying about the caffeine addiction. It's it's like really debilitating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're not getting like 100 pure squeezed Hannah at mm-hmm. you know 8:45 in the morning. There's you're just pulp. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> There's pulp. You know, it's just not as finely milled as you're you're um. seeking so I just I think personally like if you can get your job done in four hours why can't you work from 10 to 2
1: right Question. this is always my issue with like the military you know Ugh. because it was like you're working a 12-hour shift no matter what and I'm like okay but what if we finish everything by like 8 p.m. instead of 9 p.m. what if we consider that like, Well, you can't leave early anyway it's like why
0: okay hear me out why <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. The other thing I will say, so obviously restrictions are starting to ease here. We can go in people's houses as of today. What? Bananas. We can eat indoors again. That's pretty cool. But one of the things that I'm not looking forward to about the pandemic ending and people are like, what? I'm not looking forward to it. And I'll tell you why. Masks are going to go away. And the bottom half of my face is going to once again Mm. matter. I'm not going to, I'm going to have to prepare the battle space. Like yeah. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the shield of like, Oh, it doesn't matter what the bottom half of my face is mm-hmm. doing because mm-hmm. ta-da, there's a mask. So I could be like, Oh, I'm not wearing makeup today. You know who notices nobody because I have a mask on. So all you can see is my little eyes, but now it's like, Oh, do I wear makeup? Do I make a conscious effort to not wear makeup and fight mm-hmm. against society's norms mm-hmm. and go into the office without makeup on? exactly entering the chat (laughs) chip is entering the chat because he has thoughts on it as well he's not looking forward to it he hates wearing makeup so
1: yeah i what the heck i need to trim my bangs because like they keep shedding into my eyes it's getting ridiculous
0: (laughs) Oh, i see through my camera is Emma, like, picking at her bangs with this confused expression? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: My roots are
0: atrocious right they now. They are healthy and here. <laughs> They're like, hi, do you know
1: what your natural hair color is? It's me. Have you entered the
0: <laughs> chat? <laughs>
1: and I had a hair appointment to go with the pink again. But I was like, you know, it faded so fast the last time. But, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to pay $100 for my hair to go back to the blonde after like a week so I was like well I was thinking of like getting a different color done and what are you thinking I was like well I'd probably like go red or something like all over and They're And like okay well we can get you in for that in June 22nd and I was like June 22nd are you joking uh who has the time who has who has the plan not me it's not me so I have instead just canceled and I'm still like waiting to find, I need to find a salon that can fit me in sooner yeah. because this is getting out of, out of hand, out of pocket ridiculousness. So wild. It's nuts. So I do a lot of like hats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have a strong hat game at the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or I just put it up, but it's like, it's everywhere. Like my, my entire like scalp is just brown. Yeah. So it's really just like, yeah. So I mean, it's something
0: the blonde (laughs) is living on a prayer i mean it's just
1: so much effort to go and bleach my roots and i'm just like i'm over it it. so i'm like either i just wait until the brown fully kicks the blonde out or i just find this blonde i can do different color soon so
0: either option Mm it's valid Mm -hmm. Mm I decide i'm gonna
1: cut my hair again or not though
0: i think we should i like your short hair i think she's cute i know you like longer hair but i like your short hair i
1: mean i like a bob moment you know it's just my hair grows so slowly you know but maybe i can just buy some wigs or something in the meantime super valid to live like a long hair life
0: plus that'll let your hair heal post bleach post like yeah. red transformation yeah well yes i guess we should uh start the episode now
1: that launch we're launch the rocket now as are deep into in nasa <laughs> so sorry i just got a text from a number i don't have say <laughs>
0: Have you ever seen a baby try something for the first time and their face is like, <laughs> bleh, bleh, bleh. like, Ugh. that was her face when she got the text. She was like, what is this? <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just say to me? <laughs> Would you look at that? <laughs>
1: Disgusting. I guess we can kick this off. I just kicked a
0: geek and I kicked you, <laughs> Well, welcome, y'all. I am Hannah. And I am Emma. And this is the transcontinental T, the TCT, the transcontinental T. And by transcontinental, we mean across continents. In one continent, to another continent, in 50 seconds or less, transcontinental T. Depending on how fast Zoom can connect us. And here we are. (laughs) Trademarked. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing is
1: trademarked, actually. The whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to fit it on a button still, not succeeding. (laughs) I'm thinking we'll have to to make some acronyms here and there. Not
0: a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. So in, I guess, true TCT fashion, our topic of the day is waking up and choosing violence. We are just going to chat because we want to, because we don't have anything that is burning on our hearts to get off of our chest and tell you about. Mm -hmm. And to Mm -hmm. be honest with you, we just want to chit chat with you. We want to have a catch up. We want to have a little chin wag. What maybe other a other? mustard,
1: maybe a mayonnaise. <laughs>
0: <That's awesome. laughs> so, anyway, was well, hungry. I <laughs> think maybe some lettuce. But also,
1: <laughs> I bought a street hot dog, and let me tell you that these vendors must make their own prices because it was insanity.
0: So it was like eighty dollars. It
1: was fifteen dollars. What? But, yeah.
0: Why would you buy it? I would be like no
1: (laughs) I'm sorry what did you just say to me now granted he's in front of Central Park so the majority of people buying from him are probably tourists who don't know any better and I was just like
0: sir are you joking but I didn't wake up and choose poverty like I can't do that (laughs) I'm sorry I'm (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: <laughs> mm, this i'm sorry mm, what mm, sorry
0: she's throwing a lot of hands right now i'm just gonna narrate she's basically like throwing out like her whole hand with her fingers extended bringing it back so it's like a squid that's swimming backwards and then it's like throwing it forward backward into the side a lot of head moving There's some voguing involved it's a whole thing
1: <sighs> so anyway it wasn't it was okay but like no absolutely not so if you're ever in new york city and you want a hot dog sick to the street vendors, far away from tourist destinations. They're Walk really twelve
0: blocks guy. from wherever you have to pay fifteen dollars, and I bet you you won't.
1: Truly, I mean,
0: average. They're like a hot dog, no more than five,
1: and that's that's pushing yeah. it.
0: Well, <laughs> thank anyway. goodness for that hot
1: news take. <laughs> Back to you, <laughs> hot dog news take. <laughs> that's a new segment, actually. So.
0: We'll get an audio for it. So. We should probably get to our tea of the week. We should take um, that little yeah. sip together. We should drink it in and literally stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, metaphorically,
1: but also literally because I had coffee. So, so yeah, here we go. Tea, tea,
0: tea, 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 I was going to say my tea actually flows perfectly from what we were talking about, but then you went into hot dog hour. So, (laughs) So what we were talking about was the hot dog. It's gone. (laughs) It's it's all gone. (laughs) It's not in the chat anymore. So, what we were talking about was you getting a text from a number that you don't know. Right. And I was going to (laughs) say, well, that's funny because my tea of the week is actually like a playoff of new number who this. It's a new job who this. So I have officially got a new job. And most of you are like, what? So here's why. I am working as a contractor right now, which basically means at any point, whenever the company, all of them want to, they can say, hey, um, we're just we're not gonna we're not gonna say yes to this dress again. So unfortunately you're no longer in the running to become America's next top model. So basically at any point- We're combining shows and we just said no all around. <laughs> we were just saying no. Also, you don't get a rose, please leave. <laughs> you get no rose, get out. You've been voted off the island. Auf So. <laughs> basically
1: you are also the weakest link
0: (laughs) all of this to say that it's at will employment but they take it to like an extreme where they don't even have to give you two weeks notice which luckily they did like this company was actually pretty good to us and they gave us three months so we had plenty of notice but basically i found out that i wasn't gonna have a job post july um if i didn't you know get one again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was considered, let me tell you we did consider it you know how bad is homelessness you know (laughs) because I wouldn't have to go to work is there a nice bridge nearby do we like the bridges Mm -hmm. and then I was like "Mm, bugs summer nope Mm -hmm. so I went and um I got a job with actually a friend of mine he works for a really cool company and he was like hey I think we have a position that you'd be perfect for and it just ended up working out really well. So I, th- I think it was a total God thing. Like I just, I know so many people that are at my current company that are still like struggling to find somewhere. So I just think it's a huge blessing and I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm. That being said, really excited about it. Officially signed my offer letter today. So we move in, we groove in, we got jobs. We ain't going to be homeless today. I'll keep you posted, <laughs> but yeah. The so the exciting, exciting. Start in July. And basically, it's pretty different because I will be a full blown immigrant. I'm on a different visa mm. with this job. I will be working in Cambridge instead of working in like one of the like tiny bases near Cambridge. So it's going to be cool. We love change sometimes when it suits us. <laughs> we love change when we want it and curate it and choose it. <laughs> ah! we're so well. spontaneous <laughs> i like having a paycheck why do you work for us
1: i have become fond of having a home
0: you know i gotta tell you people don't talk about it enough <laughs> you know, having a home is cool <laughs>
1: so, it really is having a place to sleep i'd like that part highly
0: would recommend to
1: it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 so <laughs> My tea is that I have gained a new best friend and her name is Brooke Shields.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So let me tell you what happened. (laughs) My friend Betsy, who I mentioned came to visit, her friend Jenna, who I met, who who lives here, but I only know her through Betsy, so we've never hung out before. We're walking, we're in Greenwich Village and we're walking to the subway station and we are not sober, Right. Well, Betsy and I aren't. Jenna doesn't drink. So Jenna is
0: sober. And then Betsy and I- Jenna's fine and thriving. And you guys are just stumbling (laughs) and crawling.
1: (laughs) And things happened on that walk. It was a crazy walk. It was just nuts. (laughs) Just Okay. So let me just say that it started with a dog. And that was Brooke Shields' dog, which we didn't realize, obviously, at this moment. But we're walking in Grand We're walking to the station. And we look over. And there's this dog just hanging out. And it's unleashed. And it's chilling. it's like a poodle mix of some sort. And we're like- (gasps) <laughs> and then you obviously we freak out. We're like, nah, 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 nah. and the drunk girl seeing the dog, and it's kind of like, Yeah. Wow. So we go over and we pet the dog and we look over. And I know that she looks familiar, but I'm too far gone at this point to be like cognizant of my surroundings in general. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you so, guys are loud as well as yes. <laughs> aware of your surroundings. So we're
1: petting the dog and I start talking to this woman who turns out to be Brooke Shields. And I'm just chatting with her, and I'm like petting the dog, and we talk about, I think. From what I remember, I think we talked about how she got the dog. And I mentioned, like, oh my gosh, like my dogs are going to be so jealous when I get home. And she was like, yeah, my dog gets like that too. And she asked me, like, where I got mine. I was like, they're both mutts. I got them off of like rescues and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, that's so neat. And so she was really nice, just chatting with us. She's like sitting outside, totally normal person stuff, sitting in like an outdoor booth at a restaurant that like, isn't high profile or anything she's just being a normal human being which apparently they do sometimes but like sus and we walk away after we pet the dog and I'm like it was nice to meet you guys and then we just drunkenly walk off and Betsy's like guys that was Brooke Shields and we were like it was Brooke Shields and after that (laughs) literally every person we came across they're like um hi not to brag but like we're friends with Brooke Shields
0: (laughs) and do you even say your
1: names i don't think so
0: <laughs> no it was a, it was a pretty brief but it was the friendship cemented forever <laughs> i mean she wouldn't remember me anyway but she's inviting me um, to the montauk house and so, it's gonna be chill we have not stopped
1: referencing it since it happened Literally, we, sure. we told everybody i was like guys listen I don't want to be that person who is like, oh, I'm friends with a celebrity, but like, I'm friends with Brooke Shields now. We told every single group that we passed them. Some of them were like, yeah, she lives around here. Like, Who cares? And we were like,
0: you know what? We care. I do. (laughs) I will tell you, I already knew about this because much like the news stories that I get on an inconsistent basis from Emma's Facebook, this one was like maybe two hours after the incident and she was like- I have news. (laughs) I am Brooke Shields' best friend now. (laughs) Yep. Okay.
1: So we we, we've been really like just out of pocket, just mentioning it, like you know, as my friend Brooke would say,
0: (laughs) just like mentioning. I got my dog on Craigslist.
1: (laughs) No, we were like, we were actually called Brooke to drive us because this train is taking
0: forever. (laughs) You know who would actually have the best advice is Brooke. She wouldn't.
1: Would Brooke and I you know, I know it's weird being friends with a celebrity like I totally get that it's like so wow but it's like a different world but you know Brooke is so down to earth so um, I've just really been making the most of this moment in my life just been milking it for all it's worth honestly <laughs> Really. and no she was like and I told my mom Betsy told her mom and that's like their era celebrity like Brooke was yeah. big for them so they were like was she nice and we were like
0: "Yeah, yeah she was really nice you know
1: and some people had no idea who she was and I was like get out
0: leave I don't know where you are <laughs>
1: you need leave. to go <laughs> <laughs> wherever you're located exit immediately <laughs>
0: exit not at the next station mm, this one <laughs> now
1: pull the little lever to get off the bus and go get out. I don't care that we're on a bridge over water leave so I don't care <laughs> that was my tea uh it was just a really fun moment you know like I don't tend to get like superstar struck and I feel like in living in a place like New York City you kind of can't because lots of celebrities live here and I haven't seen any they but yes but like Paul Rudd lives in Brooklyn Heights
0: no Brooke I'm Shields saying that to those who were listening because trust me this would have already been an episode on the podcast she would have been like oh, well yeah. <laughs> today I was just getting a Dunkin Donuts coffee when destiny struck me <laughs> and all of a sudden Paul Rudd was getting a donut right behind me and I said hey Paul and he said hi it was life-changing <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true as soon as i see him anywhere
0: i'll be like so i have more news (laughs) in related news (laughs) adding to my roster of celebrity best friends
1: (laughs) i collect them it's not a big deal so it's
0: fine Uh, It's like Tamagotchis; they just come with you on little keychains.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so like, drunk Emma was really excited.
0: (laughs) Yeah, drunk Emma's bar for enthusiasm is way lower than most people's. (laughs) That's so true.
1: I mean, really, it could be like I saw a squirrel eating a nut nearby. What? (laughs) What kind of nut? (laughs) It was. It wasn't an acorn. Tell me
0: everything. I need the details. So, so yeah, yeah. I think that was a good tea. Yeah, I thought so too. Thank you. So we're just going to chit-chat. So I think maybe bring Wendy out. You know? Wendy has been, she's on
1: the sidelines.
0: <laughs> bring her in. <laughs> the tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm, very delicious. I have to tell you, I've mm-hmm. cracked one of life's secrets. Okay. And I think it would be wrong of me as a steward of this information not to share it because... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those fundamental life questions that we've all sat there for hours just contemplating. Sure. And now that I know, it's like, I'm sure it must have been the same when like people first got like the gospels or like people heard, learned about electricity. they're like, "No, no, no, you don't get it. It's mm-hmm. like you with Brookshield. I have to tell you. <laughs> like, you need to know. You need to know. So I have figured out the perfect brow product. Now you might be sitting there skeptical. I get it. I was a skeptic once too. You might be thinking, hang on, Hannah. I've tried several brow products. You have recommended other brow products on this particular podcast. And Mm -hmm. I would say, yes, Mm -hmm. I have. Mm -hmm. All of them have passed away like the chaff that they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) useless Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. So what do you want in a brow product? I'll tell you, you want something that gives you clean hair, like strokes, isn't liquidy, and that is solid enough to where you can use it without like being very careful, like a calligrapher drawing on your eyebrow, cool. mm-hmm. but also not too thick to where all of a sudden it's like, poof, and you have Sharpie brows. The product is the Huda Beauty Bomb Brow. Ooh. It is the best eyebrow product I have ever used. It is $17. Ooh, cheap for her. $17. Okay. 15 pounds. Who is she? And it is honestly the best brow product in the world. You can use it with makeup and it looks nice still. Like you have one of those natural soap brows. Cause I don't know who these people are where they can just like all of a sudden brush up their brows and they look perfect. Like I have sparse hairs. We can't Mm -hmm. do that. Mm. I can't just be like, Oh yeah, I brushed them upwards. So now they look great. Like they're just upwards and patchy. I need to still fill them in we need, we need backup. We need support mm-hmm, we need mm-hmm. troops the troops. on the ground. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so the troops are the Huda bomb brow. And honestly the best, mm. like have used a whole thing of it already. I'm contemplating ordering another one, but I'm poor. So I'm trying to be strategic about my discount codes and when mm-hmm, I order mm-hmm. and what I order with, but I can tell you right now, life's mystery. How do I achieve the perfect eyebrow? Cracked, cracked wide mm-hmm. open. She's on the case. She investigated. She's in Ola Holmes. I got it.
1: I use brow gel personally.
0: So (laughs) so here's why I can't because my brows are definitely sisters, not twins. So -hmm. they're very different. So like left brow, I could do that. But right brow is just on her Mm -hmm. own freaking Mm -hmm. program. And I would never be able to get away with it. And they look crazy and like too different. So I need, I need a little pencil to like, make them um, twin-ish you I know fraternal twins like yeah, yeah we're close but we're, we're not that close so yeah how beauty bomb brows don't pick it up for the next two weeks and then pick it up as much as you want because i want to buy it so i don't want it to be <laughs> sold out don't touch it <laughs> don't do it but then do it <laughs> <laughs> but then also try it but after <laughs> but then also try it but like after my order confirms. thank you okay. we'll let you know we'll just post it we'll keep it we'll keep it we'll keep it real with you we'll keep it you post you really
1: well So, yeah, this is like kind of weird because we don't usually have a structureless episode. So now it's like, what do I dive into? But I recently realized again that laundry is the bane of my existence. (laughs) Yeah. And I would rather die than have to do it.
0: (laughs) I have to do it for our house. So you have like. Most people have like a chore organization system, but mm-hmm. in our discussions about which household chores would be for which I volunteered to do laundry because I don't hate it as much as Emma does, but I did not anticipate nor understand the gravitas of what I was signing up for because my husband literally has so many dirty clothes. Like I can do laundry maybe every three weeks and mm-hmm. be fine and don't run out of underwear. Mm-hmm. We're, thr- we're fresh. We're thriving. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like not an outfit repeater. So not a problem. Oh my goodness. He needs new clothes like every two days and he has enough dirty clothes to like make a small mountain. The mountain can come to Muhammad this time because holy crap, it is so dirty. There's so much of it. It's just,
1: no, it's too much. And Miko actually gives me more laundry than any other dog I've ever owned because- Really? (sighs) So I don't know what her freaking deal is. She's potty trained. We've been there. We've been on the train, but Miko is a few bulbs short of like, and i don't know what the deal is
0: short of a light (laughs) that's
1: my new (laughs) saying
0: she's a few wires short of a circuit if you know what i'm saying (laughs) i mean truly engineer emma has entered the chat
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's a few nuts short of a squirrel is that another one we could use yeah my okay. other laptop just like exploded and fell. So whoopsies. But anyway, Miko, whoopsies? moral of the story is Miko's really stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never, I thought Loraleigh was dumb. No, Loraleigh's Einstein no. next to Miko.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Loraleigh has a PhD in physics. This
1: is like <laughs> Lenny and the other guy. Oh,
0: no, uh, Lenny and Jerry. No, Lenny <laughs> and um, Of Mice and Men is what we're trying to. George? George, what is we're trying George? to extrapolate okay. from? Let's go with that. Anyway, but lenny is a really big guy who accidentally kills things because he's too big. He doesn't know his own strength. He doesn't. Anyway,
1: Miko just is so dumb. She's so dumb, and she, I made the bed for Betsy. I made the trundle up. I had new sheets, mm-hmm. the new white comforter that I had just had laundered because she mm-hmm. was afraid of the vacuum and peed on it one day. And I'm telling you, she did this on purpose. I walk out, I I do something and it wasn't even vacuuming because I had like put her away when I vacuumed because I knew she would be freaked out by it. Mm -hmm. And I was doing something else, like just wiping something off. And I walk in and I look at the white comforter and I'm like, what is that? And
0: she had peed on it again. You clench your teeth when you yell at your dogs. I always go, I I, like clench my teeth. I literally scream. So-
1: (laughs) just bust decibels and <laughs> ruin oh my lives. god oh my god so i had to strip that and pull out a different comforter that i had clean but i didn't have any other like mattress protector mm. sheets like no no more fitted sheets no more like regular sheets i had to like take a blanket and wrap it around the mattress so that she would oh have something goodness. to lay on it was a whole thing and then Lorley pees on my comforter
0: because, because, you know, they, don't want to be left out. No,
1: sure. I think, well, she pees on her sleep sometimes. And I take them out three or four times a day. So there's really no reason for them to be doing this. But I wake up and I'm like, what is that? And <laughs> it happened not once, but twice.
0: The incident. So,
1: it's like when David wets the bed. <laughs> I mean, truly. And now I have, like, I, I have nothing. I, I'm sleeping on a bare bed. This is me alone in the bones. It's just me cold <laughs> at night. And... I can't like it's not laundry day yet, you know. So now I have to do all this stuff earlier than I had ever intended to, and comforters getting them laundered, laundered, laundered by laundered, laundered, laundered by external sources is so expensive because it's the comforter. Mm. It's like a flat fee plus the weight of the comforter. So uh, I'm just not here for it,
0: and I don't want to. Not be here a good for time, it, you, know?
1: you know. So any huzzle. That's my, when I spin the chore wheel, if it lands on laundry, I cry and I get very sad and I want to die. So yeah, that's my uh, sad chore wheel moment. Um, I'd rather wash the couch and weep personally.
0: I would love to wash the couch and weep. That's my preferred chore. (laughs) Every time it lands on laundry, Havana is like, ooh, tough luck. Ooh, could have been better. So can I tell you? Yeah, always. My recent game addiction, Mm -hmm. which I didn't even know that I would have needed was we got monopoly on xbox like monopoly plus or whatever and i wasn't thinking i was that into monopoly (laughs) oh my goodness i am a property goddess i love monopoly i've played against the ai like that's how sad we're at like we're not even (laughs) at the space where i can wait for luke to be asked to play it's like no no i need a game (laughs) (laughs) So yeah I devised a whole strategy I've beat Luke twice now I feel really good about it so Um,
1: so basically you're a mogul and you're right basically I'm a mogul
0: (laughs) although the the interesting thing about having like a live monopoly version Mm -hmm. this has got to be the most boring conversation in history but I'm committed to it so (laughs) (laughs) it's too late (laughs) I am passionate so it is the Monopoly guy, he he kind of sounds like a mix of the Monopoly guy and Colonel Sanders, so it's an interesting okay. voiceover. Mm-hmm. But basically, Colonel Sanders is a Kentucky Fried Chicken guy in the states. For those who don't know, but the Monopoly guy, he like gives you comments every time you tr- end your turn, and so sometimes before you even have a color set all purchased, he's like, maybe you should manage your portfolio. <laughs> like every once in a while, he's like, I've never seen this city looking so good. <laughs> <laughs> love to invest in a city like this so it's just like very 1984 propaganda memes, (laughs) probably it's very very weird Uh, oh man and then every time you lose money to another player he goes well you had other plans for your money and I was like every day (laughs)
1: my plans are to have it and that's not going very well well you certainly had other
0: plans for your money yes Yes, I did. I, did. I really <laughs> You're did. You're correct. And I was like, what a mood, honestly. <laughs> I I haven't had time
1: to like, I seriously have been like school, 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 school for the past two weeks, like just nose deep in books, math, theology, philosophy, history, all of it. Theologies. <laughs> Theologies, the symbologies. So today is my last final, finally, finally. Uh, (laughs) I never resist a a pun moment I can't help it um I think puns are the height of humor honestly but I didn't because Betsy was in town I haven't studied for this one yet so I'm just like fingers crossed but I got an A on the midterm and I'm like pretty positive I got an A on my paper so I'm just Mm. like maybe if I just get like a B I'll be okay
0: what philosophical concepts are you talking about in your philosophy course
1: well we cover specific philosophers throughout the course and we ended with aristotle and we picked back up with like saint augustine aquinas john locke et cetera. Et cetera. Okay. so it's a lot of this part is more of like natural law mm. uh, deontology you know, things like that. So it's a lot. Andre a lot of like, the
0: ontology. Mm, yes, to choose London. the correct Louis Vuitton bag for the mm. season. <laughs> <Sound> <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, I just, I'm really looking forward to the part of your philosophy course where you get to like the modern philosophers, you know, Justin Bieber. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Can we forget Jaden Smith? Never say never. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, as long as you love me. As long. <laughs> Peaches. Honestly, though, well, that was like, one of my jams at DLI. I listened to that song so much. <laughs> no, no. That is an inaccurate record. You listen to that song to the point that mm-hmm. I am amazed that you could like, actually tolerate it without mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. convulsing. She listened to it probably every other day, right? And the Motto was the other song we listened to a lot. Yeah, uh, Make that. a Man
1: Out of You, we listened to that a lot. That was good. That's a good. lot of Disney karaoke. Yeah,
0: so. Speaking of Disney, can I just tell you, Disney Plus she is throwing in all of her dirty little tempter's tricks to keep me in the room <laughs> mm-hmm. okay because I I was like you know we're gonna unsubscribe again you know it's that time we've watched the show we wanted to watch mostly and mm-hmm. we're just you know it's not that important to have Disney plus Plus. and it was like oh really and now Grey's Anatomy is on there the oh, new wow. season and I was like I've wanted to see the new season for so long but it's not on my Amazon Prime and I was like good move Disney Good move. Mm, <laughs> Out of my fair play. play. <laughs> fair play, you I'm Tetris. You they're listening. You saucy minx. Yeah. So basically, I'm back on the Disney train. hoo! And Welcome. I am thoroughly enjoying Grey's Anatomy season 16. But I will say if you're an OG anatomy, like if you're an OG Grey's person, this new season, like the last few seasons are so sitcom-y. They're so different from Grey's Anatomy, how it used to be. Because it started as like this really dramatic quick turn show. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. it's like, ba ba like the very like chipper. And there are still highs and lows, but it's very much like a softer, squishier, cuddlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've never been a
1: grazer. It's just too general hospital for me. Like
0: it's Yeah, just, I hear you. I'm not a I'm, soap opera a huge Grays fan, but I don't like soap operas. I don't like General Hospital or anything like that. I
1: think they're the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally, the Venn
0: diagram is a circle for you. It's just a circle. It's just a <laughs> circle.
1: The line is a dot, the Venn diagram
0: is a circle. Moral it's story. all cool. Also,
1: Friends Revival is like a thing and it's happening.
0: It is happening. Ask Jennifer Aniston's Instagram and every other news source the next day. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about
1: it. I'm equal parts like,
0: yay, also like, uh oh i'm kind of scared about it in the same way that i'm scared about the sex in the city revival like i'm excited for it objectively but i'm also scared that it's going to go horribly wrong mm-hmm. and i'll just wish they had left it closed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially sex in the city song samantha i'm like yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean that will be i mean she's kind of my favorite character so it's going to be awkward without her kind of- Uh, I just love her attitude on the show. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, I think I, I I think I relate more to Carrie, but I think Samantha is just more fun to watch. So.
0: I hear you. Yeah. Like if I had to choose a favorite character, it would be Carrie, but I think that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. But I like having Samantha there. Like I would rather have Samantha in an episode than Miranda.
1: I mean, her whole thing was she didn't want to come back as like the same character I think was the issue. Like she wanted some involvement with her character And I saw a TikTok recently, I I think I mentioned this to Bessie, I don't think I mentioned it to you, but there's this whole concept of sexual freedom for women. And most of that is interpreted as like, do whatever you want, sleep with whoever you want, slut shaming is bad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this person who's a psychologist was saying, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like that's the lifestyle you want to live, but freedom for women is not, it's, it's not freedom. If you adopt a male attitude about something. Yeah. Which I think no, is no, an interesting saying. it's an interesting concept. It's not a perspective I've ever really considered because, you know, that's the casual sex thing is definitely, in my opinion, a male attitude. Where it's like sleep yeah. with as much as possible, as often as possible. Like I associate men with that.
0: Well, and if you look back, we're going to go full tilt, like Mm -hmm. college discussion, (laughs) so pardon us for this brief detour into Harvard, but basically (laughs) if you look back back at cultures over the last couple of thousand years, it's Mm -hmm. because it's been male-dominated culture that has allowed male privilege to begin to exist and Mm -hmm. allowed Mm -hmm. these patterns of behavior to adopt in men that that has become... The prevalent male opinion. So it's not necessarily that like, oh, men are predisposed to want to sleep around, but it's that their past, however many thousands of years of history Mm -hmm. has afforded them the opportunity to basically graze at multiple honeypots without ever having to check or challenge themselves on it. And so it's a newer concept for women to have that same ability. So I would actually super agree with her. I mean, we already, we've been new, my perspective on casual sex. I just think it's a stupid idea. I think you should be able to do whatever you want, but I just think it's emotionally unhealthy and unsafe for people. But that being said, um, I think it's really smart to look at freedom in an individual sense rather than trying to apply already existing cultural molds to it and going, that's what freedom looks like. It's like the whole democracy equals freedom thing. It just doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense because technically freedom would be, well, what if I want to choose a monarchy or what if I want to choose a dictatorship like that that's technically freedom democracy is not inherently freedom mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I mean I didn't watch the whole video I just saw her say that and it was just what like, a millennial
0: <laughs> I didn't watch the whole TED talk but I got the concept of it I and I feel it, comfortable
1: know. now to share it with others <laughs> mm-hmm. you know but it's it's con- I think it's a controversial opinion because I think you know I don't want it to sound like I'm saying like women shouldn't Have a male attitude about sex if that's what you want, but I think that that's the avenue most people take because they feel like it's the one they have to take to achieve freedom. You know, whereas sexual freedom to me is just like for myself, it's being able to have boundaries without being, you know, I don't know, murdered for it.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: So that's just me, you know, crazy. I (laughs) want to live me.
0: So, I want to be able to establish my own boundaries without having to face social repercussions or have a public judgment.
1: <laughs> Who knows? So, yeah, someone was saying uh, when women dislike men, men get upset. When men dislike women, women are killed.
0: Whoa. Well, that's true. I mean, it's
1: historically accurate. So, that's true. and you can challenge us. We're not saying all oh, men, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's not the narrative here. Like, obviously, we are not generalizers, but complicit
0: if we had to wear a
1: generalizer's outfit. It <laughs> <laughs> might be this one. But complicitness, complicity? Is it both? I think you can say either. Um, um, complicitness
0: would be what I would go with.
1: It's just as bad in my opinion, you know? So yeah, that's how I that's how I feel about it. So I I don't know, just food for thought, some tea for sipping.
0: Very interesting. I think it's also interesting because I um I was talking to a friend who she has been kind of in and out of a relationship. She's young. She's much younger than we are, but she's younger than I am. Um, And she has been in and out of this relationship with this guy that she really likes. And she was telling me a while back, she's like, I just don't know what to do because I don't think he's where I need him to be to date him. And I'm like, just stop making him the goal. Like stop Mm -hmm. making it about this person, make it about yourself, make it about where you need to go and try to focus on yourself as the the focal point rather than another person because I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in another person and then completely lose track of what is important to you and I think that's the saddest part of watching a lot of like if we look at celebrities who should be our guidepost for everything but mm-hmm. if you look at a lot of like celebrity breakups most of it is like oh we fell out of love it's like no what you did was you stopped choosing to prioritize one another you grew apart naturally and mm-hmm. the feelings of love that you once had that could have been encouraged by habit and by choice faded
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there was an article pink just did recently about and she apparently was very candid and open about how hard it is to maintain a long-term marriage Mm. and you know i think on your wedding day you think this is how i'm going to feel forever and i think that's Mm. just unlikely you know i don't think i mean i I mean not to say that you'll never not love your partner but it's i don't think people understand the the gravity of entering into serious relationships you know because they're hard and sometimes you like, you might even just like, dislike your partner on some days,
0: you know? Like- so this is not my concept. This is Tim Keller's concept. He's mm-hmm. a, s- a very smart author, but he was saying, and and I think he quoted from other people who've also done work on this, on this topic, but essentially he was saying the modern conception that love is a feeling is inherently the source of all of our relational problems as well as self-centeredness because mm-hmm we keep thinking like, Oh, the love feeling is gone. Therefore I've picked the wrong person, but love is a choice. It's not a feeling. So Mm -hmm. you choose to love someone. And then the feeling comes afterward because you've made the choices of love. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like it that day, that's Mm -hmm. how love is encouraged. That's why even when you don't feel like texting your friend, you text them to make sure they're okay because you're doing the things that love does, even when you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. Like people are so convinced like, Oh, um, you know, I, I fell out of love with him. Well, no, you guys stopped prioritizing each other, like I just said. You stopped doing the things love does. You stopped choosing loving actions. You grew apart, and you went from one, you know, unit to mm-hmm. two separate people living mm-hmm. separate lives. So,
1: yeah, the feelings not... of
0: love are naturally going to fade in and out.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was in my first huge relationship it happened, you know, and it was awful and it hurt a lot. But I remember I did everything I could think of to try to like reason with myself and salvage it and do what I could. And I did things I didn't want to do. And not a lot of that was reciprocated. And there were external other issues that like, it was going to die no matter what. But I remember reading this book, it was called Everyone Marries the Wrong Person. Mm. and I think that we just need to drop this idea. Personally, I don't believe in soulmates. Do I believe you're more compatible with some other people? Like, yeah, I do. But I think the idea of a soulmate is just, I think that's used as an excuse a lot of the time Mm. to see other people do what you want, in a relationship, you know, like, oh, well, they were my soulmate. So it's okay that I left them for this other person.
0: Can I tell you, I heard about this subject. It's called the twin flame thing. And apparently Mm -hmm. it's what Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are calling each other. And it's where they think that they were the same soul separated somehow at birth, whoever was born first. And so when you find your twin flame, you're finding the other half of your soul.
1: And Mm -hmm. I'm like, so
0: you're a half soul until you find this person. It just, seems- that's just
1: that's well, it's ac- incredibly toxic and unhealthy because now you're it's so
0: codependent.
1: <laughs> you're, I mean, you're basing your entire existence on the, likelihood of finding that person first of all and your entire value on that you know like oh I'm not complete without you like you need to be complete without somebody you have to be amen honey that's a ridiculous idea I think that's so stupid and I think like well what what do you do if that relationship fails you know like you just decide like oh I guess they weren't my twin flame like like (laughs) my twin flame (laughs) went out (laughs) I get they were a match I was a fire
0: you no, know, and and I want to clarify, because I, I was there for your first relationship and the ending of it and the restarting of it and the second ending of it, the mm-hmm. re-return. And I don't mean to say that you choose love, that you can't be dating the wrong person or that mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. even sometimes marry the wrong person. You definitely can. But the concept that love is based around how you feel, mm-hmm. in my view, is incorrect. Yeah. like. It's about what you choose and the feelings come from that. But again, anybody can be in the wrong relationship and feel love and then fall out of love. Like mm-hmm. it's, people do it every day, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think I've made my point. I'll be cyclical. If I, <sighs>
1: I think that love is hard. And at this girl, you mentioned if you don't choose yourself now, you never will. Yes. And I was on that train and I like, got off the train, but I was like, on a straight shot to codependencyville yeah and it's an uncomfortable place to be let me tell you because it's really lonely when you like have to get off the train at whatever stop you know what i'm saying like yeah i do you do you do yeah so it's i don't know i mean i know that when you're young it's hard because you can't see beyond your own like you could definitely have the rose-colored glasses on Mm. and you're not quite jaded by the world yet you know so like Stay tuned. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> and it hits you like a bat. Let me tell you, <laughs> right in the face. Speaking of trains, it's one that runs you
0: over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just—you can't get off the tracks. You don't know how you got on the tracks, and it was just—you
0: like,
1: got tied there. You're like so Dylan it. in a top
0: hat, <laughs>
1: <laughs> with a curly cue mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and now reality. <laughs> and you're like, oh crap. And then you realize like I'm 50 and I've never done anything that I wanted to do for myself. And now I hate my partner for it.
0: So real. Mm -hmm. I was talking about this with my mother-in-law the other day. She was saying, I, she, she knows this woman who she's kind of acquaintances with Mm -hmm. and she like always did this thing where she was in and out of jobs, in and out of relationships. She was just kind of nomadic. And like, it was super cute and fun when she was like 25 and now she's 50. She doesn't have a home. She never put down roots. She doesn't have um, like family to speak of. She's not in many close friendships because she was always so like migrant. And so like, what, what a sad moment to be like, actually I'm 50 and I don't have close personal friends. I don't have a relationship. I don't have family nearby. I don't, I don't have a support network. Like, Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that.
1: Well, you know, life passes you by so quick. Like, I, I was mean, look lo- at how we're
0: aging. Good at I mean, truly,
1: though, I was 25 two days ago, like
0: literally six minutes ago. I was 21, <laughs> literally five minutes ago. I was born. This is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> how can we get married? We're children. I mean, while we're 30, so good
1: for a <laughs> old, let me tell you, um, but no, but really like it's, And you get so caught up in just like the, like what you're doing right now in this moment that you have no foresight and you have to have some foresight, not like crazy, like life plan. I'll be married at this age, kids by this age kind of foresight, but just like I've been there. I've been new. Like I I did that. Speaking
0: (laughs) of my favorite show, it's not my favorite show, but it's the one I talk about probably the most on this podcast for some reason. Um, Summer House, (laughs) the OG. (laughs) (laughs) So Lindsay is this Mm -hmm woman on summer house. So she starts off as like a younger, like 26 year old. And then a few seasons later, obviously she turns 30. Cause that's how years work. She's sure. aging. Um, and so you see her go in and out of these relationships and she is like obsessed with the idea of getting married and having kids. And so she's like, I'm in my thirties. I don't have time to waste. Like I need to date someone and get someone on the train because you know, I'm 32 and you know, blah, 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 blah. blah. So the last guy that she dated on the show, she had a paper timeline written out of like when they would start, when they started dating, when they projected they would move in together, when they projected they would get engaged, when they were going to have a baby, at what date they were going to have a second baby, when they were going to change jobs, when they were going to get a second house, like all of this on paper. Wow. And they show, they kept showing it over and over. I think because in honesty, she, as a reality star, she probably got the crazy girl edit, but Like they kept flashing it up there. So like you were very familiar with this like timeline, but the thing is, it's not that wild of a concept because I can remember not too many years ago going, I have a general, what I would call like a life projection for like, this is where I generally see myself in the next five years, but it's not written on a paper. Mm. Um, It's just like, this is generally what I think is going to be the direction we're going. But I remember a time when I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this by this age. I'm going to do this by this age. I'm going to do this by this age. And if I have time, I'll also learn Chinese. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like That's a weekend activity. <laughs> just like a very like regimented, this is the way my life's going to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, insert the John Lennon quote here, life's what happens while you're busy making other plans. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I remember two minutes ago when I was 21 that I felt like that
1: yep I did I never wrote it down it was was a mental note in my head that I wrote it on it was like and by 25 I'm just saying
0: like you were like a 25 with kids though you were on a different
1: track Mm -hmm. of the timeline (laughs) and thank god that didn't happen but uh I, I'm just saying, like, there's nothing wrong with being like, live in the now, man, moment. That's how I think nomadic people speak, like, the hippies of our <laughs> generations. Live in <laughs> the <it> now, man. <laughs> the people that, like, rent or buy vans and turn them into, like, mini homes and drive them around the country. Like, I love that idea. But I, I it, you know, everyone thinks they want to do that because it's, like, a freedom. But then you wake up and you're this woman and you're like, I don't have anyone, you know? you know, maybe it's different for everybody. I can't generalize that, but I'm just saying have a general plan.
0: Yeah. I think society always glorifies bad life choices when you're young though, because it looks cute on you. You know what I mean? Like the outfit looks cute on you when you're 20 and you don't have a job and you're like, I'm not going to let society's pressures dictate that I need to get a job. And they don't show you when you're 40. And mm-hmm. you are just trying to support yourself. So you don't have a glamorous career. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. don't show the after. They just like the before. Like, oh, I'm just like a, a nomadic surfer dude. I just like live by whatever the wind takes me, you know? But they don't show 50-year-old guy who has a studio apartment and who doesn't have any family or friends nearby because he traveled so much that he mm-hmm. never put down roots. Like it doesn't, it doesn't show you the after. It only shows you the sexy before shot. Mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm society stop
1: and society quit <laughs> <Leave>. quit it
0: <laughs> so
1: it's all about the i mean if instagram didn't exist i don't know that that would be a trend because the half the people that do that do it for the aesthetic so gram they do it for the gram. So, you gotta do it. bitches love the gram <laughs> I'm bitches it's me
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the people
1: <laughs> letting my people go I'm my people. <laughs> it, Hello. I have entered the chat I've actually been in the chat just lurking I've just been quietly <laughs> lurking
0: <laughs> hey.
1: Hey. I pick up from behind the wall hi and then I'm gone it's like when my parents had this. friends over and I would just say hi really quick and then run to my room <laughs>
0: My dad was on a date once um, Ooh, and awkward. he brought her to our house, which is weird. Like in hindsight, dad, that was weird. Very strange. <laughs> so He brought this woman to our house and I was, I was like low key mission impossible. I was like, dun, 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 dun. On so I like on your somersaulted stomach. out of my room <laughs> and I was like hiding behind a vacuum for a long portion of their date, just <laughs> listening to what they were talking about. And then I went and I peeked out and my dad was like, Hannah. And I was like, a no. Board, board. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it, it's not Hannah, it's Anna. Her distant second cousin, voice removed. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, here for a brief visit. Goodbye. Yeah. Back to the motherland. Uh um, my mom, I met
1: mom. My mom well,
0: I met my mom once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know her. <laughs> no, I've met guys my mom was dating, but not for a long time, you know. Yeah,
0: with my mom when she was dating, I met I met guys that she was dating but i definitely met them when she was like in a six plus six plus month <laughs> <laughs> a six plus month relationship it was so like it was longer sauce. term yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah it was not weak sauce it was very it was serious, serious sauce. Sauce. <laughs> strong go in there yeah <laughs> we <laughs> yes. love <the> it <laughs> sriracha i don't like, sriracha. Sure. I'm like the only millennial that doesn't but i don't like uh, it it just I looks like it. expired salsa to me <laughs> I like it in pho, but
1: that's kind of it, you know. <gasps> um, do you remember the restaurant in Monterey that was called Pho King? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Clever marketing.
0: Yeah, so pho, like pho, P-H-O, and mm-hmm. then space, K-I-N-G, king. Mm-hmm. Pho mm-hmm. King. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> Emma owns stock.
1: <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, truly. I remember trying Vietnamese food for the first time when I lived in Monterey, and white girl from the midwest
0: she was not ready she was not woke enough for the freedom and joy that was the transcontinental experience of fun pho- no, she was not and mm-hmm.
1: i ended up, and i should have gotten pho, because i think i would have liked it but i got a different dish that i ended up just like absolutely hating uh, i tried a spring roll and i hated that and so salmon. you were
0: just not here for it at all. No. And
1: I tried sushi for the first time there too, but I didn't know what kind of fish I really didn't like at that point in my life. Ooh, you gotta so, go with
0: like salmon for your first one. You I hate salmon.
1: Salmon's the worst fish.
0: What do you get when you get sushi? Shellfish. I get crab or shrimp. <laughs> it's because you're shellfish. I am shellfish. No, I hate fish.
1: So I'm like <laughs> the worst sushi eater ever. But
0: my husband um, hates it too. Everything. Yeah. I but like he likes fish. shrimp. It makes no sense. I'm the same way. I hate, I mean, the it's, only, it's just contradictory and wrong, like either hate it all. Or- <laughs> no, I did
1: try. I went, when I went to, we went to this place called El Born, and it's a tapas restaurant and most of it's like pretty uh, authentic Spanish food and it was really good. But I tried one of our dishes was tuna belly and Betsy mm-hmm. likes fish. So she tried it. She's like, it's really good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if I've like evolved. Tuna is like a pretty mild fish and I did not like it and I definitely swallowed it with wine. (laughs) I was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I tried though. I did try. So everyone who says, like, it's how you cook it. No, it's just disgusting all around. Unless you fry it, maybe I'd like it. Fried cod. (laughs) Then okay. (laughs) She and I are here, but
0: we are one. I am the fried cod. (laughs) (laughs) I still get it.
1: But like lobster, crab, shrimp, I'm all about that life.
0: I'm just trying to remember how we got under the sea. <laughs> like, I was trying to like backtrack in my. Well, I know like, we were oh, talking I'm about
1: here. me trying on like um. Other oh yeah, foods. Vietnamese food.
0: <laughs> and I will
1: say though, I tried Middle Eastern food for the first time when I was in my classes at DLI, and this stuff is bomb. Mm,
0: I tried like, Persian food for the first time in the last year, and it was delicious.
1: Yeah, they know with the, lots of rice, which I really like. Which for you doesn't matter, but for me is great. And lots of uh, I so can of rice, but I thought it was too starchy.
0: No, I eat it. Oh, okay.
1: Well, uh, Briani is like the OG in my boo and mm-hmm. a crap load mm-hmm. of that. And let's see, pretty much anything. We have this teacher, I had this teacher who worked at.
0: We still have her. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, they, her. they have her. I don't. But
1: <laughs> she was the teacher at um, the Westgate facility, which is Fort Gordon's language facility for like your yearly class that you take as mm. your refresher. And she made us breakfast every single morning. It was fantastic it was amazing do you
0: call her usteda is yes, that what you Ustez- call her usteza usteza i basically speak arabic mm. because i'm such an international person yeah basically <laughs> someone at my work has been like literally you're alexis rose like that's all you are i'm like Boop, thanks
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much for saying that okay uh, mm,
0: thank you it's so weird though because i'm i i was telling you this earlier i dove back into season one of gilmore girls and so now i'm like not being compared to Lorelai Gilmore, being compared to Alexis Rose. Is this a new me? Am I the same me?
1: No, because whenever I watch it and I hear Lorelai, it's still Hannah. So I'm like, are we one? <laughs> yeah.
0: So I don't know. Am I more like Rory? I can't tell. I think you're more like Emily, but just young. <laughs>
1: uh, I, that's the highest compliment, truly. <laughs> if I have to be a Gilmore girl, it's got to be Emily. Because
0: I think you do mix Lorelai and Emily. I don't see much of a Rory in you except for the book thing. You read a lot of books. Yeah, I don't read them anymore. So
1: books. like okay, when they changed writers and season five hit and Rory turned into pretentious old spoiled brat, which drives me absolutely nuts. And also, there's a Katie, was that her name? Lindsay. Lindsay, Dean's wife. Mm. So much prettier than Rory. I never understood that, like why I, I don't get that, you know, but I maybe mean, that's just me. Like there are hotter girls than Rory in that town. Hmm
0: sorry I'm there's indiscriminate yelling and I'm trying to hear if I need to get involved because in the UK if there's yelling there's a crime like
1: that you, you know the, like
0: I don't know that's what I was trying to listen to but you know like in New York if you hear yelling you're like mm. it's Tuesday like <laughs> it's fine but here if you hear yelling like we're in a tiny little hamlet in the English mm-hmm. countryside if there's yelling like someone did someone been dead someone mm. done got murdered <laughs> No, it seems okay. Okay. Uh, Okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) If someone screams, you just like, whatever. Okay. I don't owe you
0: anything. You don't. You're (laughs) so right. Correct. So yeah. Well, Well, I was going to say we should, we should conclude here because last week was a doozy. It was a long and we were here for both a long and a good time, but it was a long and, you know, where they was incidentally, incidentally, accidentally. And I will say having worked with our production team to get Mm -hmm. that to you as soon as possible aka i edited it because Mm -hmm. emma had a final i cut stuff and it was still like so long so uh if you were like guys could we have used the edit button on this Uh. we did (laughs) we really did (laughs) it was just a good combo it was flowing Mm -hmm, mm sipping tripping
1: Mm. other ends okay mm, 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 mm. <laughs> okay song. all right uh, anyway uh, thank you so much for joining us for just this little chatty moment i know thanks that for was, catching up um we'll have like an actual topic next week but this week we were just like Murr. short topic <laughs> so as always i will be emma i remain hannah What's oh, the tea?